Welcome to Against the Grain, the official Everglades Golf Course Superintendent's Podcast. Your ultimate source for the latest chapter names, exciting events, and in-depth industry interviews right here in the heart of the Everglades. Welcome to another episode of Against the Grain, the podcast that explores the world of golf course management from a fresh perspective. I'm your host, Gabe Gallo, along with Dave Meske, and today we're diving deep into the pros and cons of utilizing ChatGPT for your superintendent duties. Whether you're a seasoned pro or a rookie on the green, this discussion promises to challenge the status quo and change the way you think about technology in our industry. So get ready to go against the grain and explore the world of ChatGPT and its impact on golf course management. Welcome, David. How are you? Uh, Gabe, I'm not going to lie. I haven't known you that long, but I, <laughs> there's no way you ever talked to me like that. Uh, no? That that was not your writing, was it? No, sir, it was not. <laughs> okay. I have to admit. <laughs> I, that was brought to you from the help of the good friends at OpenAI. Chat GPT. Okay. Okay. Good. I, I got a little worried that uh, something had happened to you since the last time we were recording. Um, no, sir. So obviously we're talking about Chat GPT, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the benefits of it. So why don't you help the listeners out who have no clue what Chat GPT is about? They've been living under a rock. Yep. Yep. Get them up to speed a little bit, would you? Yeah, yeah. So if, uh, like Kip said, if you don't know, Chat GPT is like a sophisticated uh, digital assistant that can understand and generate human-like text based on prompts it receives from you. Uh, it's created by a company called OpenAI and kind of uh, operates on the principle called machine learning. So it learns from a vast amount of text data and and responds in a way that mimics human conversation. Now, over time, it's going to become quite adept at providing useful and coherent responses for different inquiries. Uh, but for now, you know, think of it as you can ask it questions, you can ask it to help with tasks, you can talk back with text, providing answers or suggestions. Uh, and it learned how to do this by reading lots of text from books, articles, websites, so it can provide kind of information back from on a variety of topics. So it's like having a chat with a knowledgeable buddy right on, on your screen or on the app. That is excellent. So we're going to go over some couple examples in a second, right, Dave? Yeah. Yeah, we got um, some good ones. But I'll be honest. Yep. Um, I've been using it since you actually introduced it to me. Yes, yeah. And I'm quite blown away of the capabilities of it. And now it has, it has made my job a lot more efficient. Um, just the amount of time that I spent on emails and articles and things like that. This has definitely been a great creative tool yeah. to help me save some of that time and get my eyeballs on the golf course and less time in the office, I guess you could say. Right, yeah. Um, but there's some caution with that, which we'll discuss. Yeah, we'll get we'll get to that. You know, it, there is a taboo behind behind using this. You know, right now, I think. But uh, you know, we'll talk about some of the the unique ways that superintendents can use the tool. 
uh, to help them uh, just day-to-day task stuff to make them a little more efficient um, and, you know, lets you get back to doing what you're good at doing, you know, growing grass. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I've been using it too since it came out and, and kind of learned and, and I've uh, done some of the stuff that we'll talk about today and just in different ways of, you know, with helping with emails or checking the tone or how I respond, you know, to, you know, a text or, you know, an email, whatever, uh, to make well, sure that it's, let's, it's coming across. Let's get into the email portion of that, yeah. Dave, because I think that's, that's where I've, you know, utilized that probably the most frequent, you know, I get certain questions from members. Yep. Um, and I have to answer in a specific kind of tone, right? Yeah. Um, it, a lot of times, and everyone has done this before when they're sending a text message out or an email, you think it sounds polite and great, but the reader can interpret that in another way, right? Yep. Um, this tool for me has, has helped me change that tone so dramatically as far as I've gotten great responses from it. So the way I use it is I will typically type in my own email response or an email out, whatever the case may be. But I will actually copy and paste my email back into ChatGPT and request it to kind of clean it up a bit. I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah. I've done that too where you, you kind of ask it, hey, can you uh, take a look at this and let me know if this comes across, you know, polite, respectful, uh, informative, and it, it'll it come back and tell you, yes, but here are some ways you can improve it. Um, and this is kind of... The- oh, it pretty much it pretty much grades you. Yeah. You know? I mean, worse than your high school English teacher. I mean, this thing would (laughs) would tell you the truth, not be soft about it. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's, you know, it's just, you know, one of the ways, you know, with emails, uh, you had talked about how you were using it for uh, translations. You know, that would be a great uh, tool for for this. Can you kind of go into that a little bit? So translation wise, you know, there's Google Translate, Apple Translate. I think that's what they call it, right? Apple Translate. Uh, yeah, sure. Something like that. Yeah, whatever. Those are great tools, quick ones, you know, if you had a, a sentence real quick. But what I've noticed with ChatGPT is that it's able to understand dialect to a certain degree, right? Right. So Spanish is one that, you know, certain words are different in, in different countries through Central America. and a lot of the translation apps that you get are, are basically, you know, from Spain, I guess you could say, right? That's where you set parentheses and um, where it says Spanish parentheses Spain. Right. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. So the true Latin side of it, um, I find it to be a lot more accurate. Um, whether I got to print something out in translation or uh, say something real quick to someone. So using this open AI tool, ChatGPT, and that aspect of it. Um, possibilities are endless as far as translation on, on different ranges of dialect that you have within your team. Okay, okay, because you, you guys generally have all different uh, dialects, right? As far with, with some of your Correct. employees, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we have people from Cuba, people from Mexico, Guatemala, you know, and and certain things are, are different. Yeah. Um, you know, you can get a general base thing, um, 
with just a standard Spanish, but sometimes that doesn't always help you out. Right. And I think ChatGPT is, is kind of has put a new twist on that translation um, smart app kind of game, you could say. Right, because most Spanish, you know, like that I, you know, when I took it in high school, is it's teaching you like proper uh, Spanish, which is not spoken normally. Right. Uh, it's a lot more fluid. It's a, uh, I'm trying to think of the word as, uh, uh, yeah, just not the proper, it, it, you know, the way that they're telling me it's not how everybody actually speaks. Um, so where you were saying like open AI does it a little better of giving you that type of response or, you know, the, the different nuances that are probably traditionally spoken. Yeah. It's not perfect, but it's, it's, I think it's getting better. Okay. Um, you know, there's some things that are not a hundred percent, so don't get me wrong. Don't right. think like you can do a full hiring process or write up process by typing something up or termination process with, you know, translation. Um, I'd still recommend going to, you know, someone who can actually translate for you. Yeah. Um, so you don't make any kind of mistake on a training purpose, I guess you could say. Um, but some a quick tool, I, th I think it's, I'm seeing it better, better than Google Translate. But that's not all it can do, Dave. Not, a, no. not at all. Well, if, if my uh, language skills so far in this podcast are any indication of why I need this software, um, uh, give me more. What, what else can I do with it? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> I said if my language skills are... are Sorry, any, you lost me. cut out for oh, a second. If my language skills are any indication right now of why I yeah. have to use this software, um, what, what else can we do with it? I mean, it's endless, the possibilities. I mean, me as a superintendent, we have... I have to give a weekly update on certain things and certain stories. Uh, once a month, I gotta have type up an article. And this has brought out like some of the creative ideas and things that you can do by just typing in a, a general subject. Yeah. And this thing can, yeah, it can literally type the whole article for you. I'm not gonna lie. And that, that's some of the con of this, this new tool and where AI is going. Um, yes, it saves you time. But um, I, I say that with caution because, you know, I. I do take some pride in, in writing, um, and there's a lot of superintendents that, that do a great job communicating that way. But with this tool coming out there now and knowing how good it is, I mean, I probably wouldn't have been a superintendent knowing how good my English would have been if I had chat GPT in high school and college. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, it's, it's scary what these kids are going to, the tools that they have right now. Well, um, and I think it's going to help the parents help understand what the kids have to do uh in school as far as you yeah. know growing up with this uh parents knowing that this exists is a good thing so that they know that their kids yeah. aren't just using this to cheat um correct but also i know we use it at you know in my house with like my daughter's math homework uh do you really yeah because i don't you know Dude, I am not a math major. 
I am, I am a, a creative uh, graphic design marketing major. Uh, right. Math is not my thing. So if I can, if she, if she does the problem and then I can, t- you know, punch it in the chat GPT and it'll tell me if she's right or not. And then I can say, oh yeah, you got it right. Makes you look it good. It makes huh? me look good. I, you know, I don't, she doesn't have to know that I have no idea what I'm doing. I, I don't want her to know That's that amazing. yet. She'll learn soon enough, but not just not yet. Yeah, it's it's a powerful math tool. I, I think it's time to maybe show them this, this little example we got of, of what it can do as far as you know, general math questions. What do you oh, say? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So right before we started, I, I popped in a prompt to ChatGPT, and the question was this. Now, this is general, but just gives you an idea. Um, if I had 20 tons of 15015 fertilizer and I want to go out at half a pound of N per thousand, how many acres can I apply with the amount of fertilizer I have? Now, this thing generated and broke down how it got that answer. And on the bottom, show that it'll cover approximately 275.29 acres, which is the correct answer. But that's not the amazing part to me, Dave. Okay. The amazing part is how I actually wrote it. It understands what 15015 means, right? It understands that those three numbers are N, P, and K right off the bat. Okay? Okay, yep. But the real crazy part is how I wrote the half pound is I did one slash two slash, or I'm sorry, one slash two pound, some of you may refer to it as a hashtag, slash N slash M as far as thousand square feet. And it understood that whole phrase right there and even explained to me later on in the answer of what that pound half hashtag or whatever N slash M actually meant. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. And that's how it generated that actual answer. And then you can continue on with the conversation. Um, that's not something we talked about yet, Dave, did we? The, when you use this tool, it's it, you really are talking, you know, like a person is what you need to ha- actually ask the questions. Right, yeah. It continues building it. off your answers. Yeah, it, it's, it's conversational. So you can just respond to it and, you know, with whatever it had, in in its response there or a previous response in that thread and it'll it'll call back and it'll respond just as if it was sitting there with you yeah that's i always the first answer or first uh, prompt i always give it you know it's kind of the boring general answer if you're not good with your prompt right yeah when you start breaking it down and keep asking questions and again talking to it like a human being that's when you really dive deep into you know how this this tool is amazing. I mean, it blows you away. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you said yeah. you know you were more surprised by you know by the fact that it, it knew the you know one slash two pound sign slash n slash m. I'm just amazed that it knew any of that because when you asked me the question, I I just kind of blanked. Right. My eyes glazed over. Uh, you basically were saying there's a train leaving Denver and a train leaving Dallas going <laughs> towards each other at 60 miles. And I like, that was that to me. Well, you don't need to know that Dave, because all you need to know is the fact that, <laughs> that 20 tons can cover, uh, 275 acres. Right. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, which it's, it's, it's pretty amazing with, with the math questions there and, and what you can do with it as a tool. But you got to be careful with, you got to understand uh, 
ChatGPT can give you some false answers when you try to get some some facts. Um, it doesn't know anything past uh, what September of 2021. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. So you yeah. can't tell it who won the Super Bowl. And, right. Yeah. You know, no modern events. 2022 or anything. Yeah. Um, you know, the, we, earlier we actually you know sat down with uh, Harold's sales rep David Ackley. And we're showing him some of this stuff. Uh, And, you know, we'll, we'll, we recorded some of it and we'll, we'll put that out later. Um, But one of the things that came up was kind of sulfates and oxides uh, and getting it to explain the difference between the two uh, was really interesting. And then narrowing it down because, you know, I'm not you know, somebody who knows this stuff, uh, is having it then explain it to me like I'm a five-year-old. Um, and it, right. it did a great job, you know, as far as telling me like the sulfates are super speedy and can deliver, you know, right to your doorstep. As soon as it arrives, you know, plants can munch on the snacks and keep dancing happy. And then it's like <laughs> oxides are slow. And it takes longer for them to deliver the snacks. And sometimes it needs help from soil to get the snacks to the plant. Uh, you know the best part of that whole thing? What? David was having a debate with ChatGPT. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, he started going off in the micronutrients. Was, and Oh, yeah, he was, yeah, it was great. But And I'm sitting there going, well, this I'm never going to forget the difference between sulfates and oxides now because I know that sulfates are speedy and deliver results you know, right away because they're most soluble in water. It's compared to an oxide, which is slower and takes a lot longer. Yeah. So another tool this thing can do is um, obviously help you with um, to get a job. Yep. Um, I think that's an interesting tool on that is this thing can help you write your cover letter. You know, the, the more specifics you give it in the prompt, um, this thing can generate something amazing. So right. I say that as a great tool, but you also need to use that with some caution. Yeah. Right? yeah. You could have someone just blow you away with a crazy cover letter. And you're thinking, you know, this individual's amazing, right? And oh, yeah. all of a sudden he shows up with, with jeans and a, unshaved beard you know <laughs> so yeah this guy does not meet the actual um you know right you ask him say? one question uh, and he is stumped yeah so i i say that because you know be cautious about this of what you read and what you hear that that might be out the window now the way ai is going right well and i think you know on the flip side of it helping you get a job it can help you as the employer uh, come up with interview questions. Oh, I, most certainly. You know, I think, and I've used it. Yeah. Um, especially if, you know, outside of just superintendents, if your food service, you know, FNB, uh, you can use it to say, you know, say, Hey, I'm looking to hire X person. Uh, can you give me some good questions to make sure that, you know, they're the right person for the job or they're, you know, friendly or their personality meets this profile and it will spit out some questions for you. It truly is amazing. You know, it, 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 uh, it's cool. And oh, the other thing, speaking of, of jobs and everything is that it'll role play, which is something you kind of told me about recently yeah. that I didn't even know it could do. 
Yeah, so I fell upon a a video that they were showing how someone was going for a job and they were using ChatGPT as role playing for that position, right? They were they simply prompted, you know, I guess for our example, hey, I'm going for a superintendent's position at a private club. Gave a little bit of information about the club. Could you, you know, role play and and um, and uh, act like I'm interviewing for the the position and. Going back to the grading thing, it actually goes when you when you try it, it actually tells you what you did good and did bad on. Okay, that's cool. You know, and it, it kind of opens up some ideas of wow, I sh- I should emphasize this more, or I should, you know, take this part out. Um, out of those questions, it, it keeps asking you. So, that's, pretty interesting stuff. Yeah, it, it's pretty amazing. Um, honestly, Dave, I was a skeptic at first, but <laughs> I. I really was. I was like, what are you talking about? It's just a, this is just what Google can do, you know? Right. But um, once you get into it, it's it's pretty amazing. Um, I don't know. Like, I understand some people might have some fear with this, with what can happen or, or to be open about it. I know there's a lot of people that are using it and, and don't want to admit they're using it. Right. You know? Well, like I said, yeah, there's probably um, some stigmas to it where people think, well, you know, they're not going to view me as, you know, credible, credible, on this whole thing, yeah. you know? um, and you I mean, you kind of, you, you kind of got to, to slowly kind of work and get over that part of it. I think it's just another tool. It's the same as using Grammarly, having an assistant, uh, right. spell check. I mean, I mean it's what's, just, what's, what's the difference between having an administrative assistant, you know, help you out with with an email or with right. setting some type of chart up or something like that or a schedule. Right. A calculator. I mean, this thing I've, sh- I've showed you, man, this thing will, will set up a whole daily routine for you for everything, you know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it's, it's unreal. Oh yeah. I so mean, there, what's the difference between having an administrative assistant help you out versus chat GPT? Right. There. I don't want to take this away saying you don't need an administrative assistant anymore, but you know, it would help having an extra tool, an extra tool like this. Right. Um, the downside is, is man, and you've seen it too. Like there's potential of some jobs. Yeah. Being lost because of this. Oh yeah. AI. Yeah. Maybe it's not, you know, chat GPT, but just some of the other things that AI is going to be capable of doing. So. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, some of the things that you kind of have to, to watch and, uh, you know, it's a very powerful tool, but there could be, you know, some cons associated with it, you know, accuracy and reliability. You know, sometimes the information yeah. it provides might not Copyright be accurate stuff on yeah, it. or up to date. So like we said, you know, it's September of 2021, uh, mm-hmm. you know, just based on the data it's trained on, which, you know, can become outdated and might not always understand the context or the nuance that you're asking it on certain topics. Um, you know, unlike humans it doesn't have personal experiences or emotions right. or the ability to understand kind of you know everything in the world in the same way so it can only provide a response based on patterns it has learned from text right uh it definitely can be a little uh over uh, overly verbose or provide more information than necessary um so you definitely, you know, there's a lot of times you got to kind of sift through the information to find what you might need. I've noticed a couple of times, A, it always starts in email uh, with, I, you know, I hope this 
uh, email Hope find email you well. Find you well. Yeah. Always. Always. Like, always. Always. Um, if you get an email from that, yeah, <laughs> go ahead and call them out. Right. Yeah. Okay. If you receive an email yeah. that, don't be lazy. that says, I hope this email finds you well. Yeah, don't be lazy. You know, then you can go ahead and just call them out. And, you know, speaking of that, there are tools out there that can, you can copy, you know, whatever message you see and, and scan it. And it can tell you on a percentage of, is this AI written right. or not? Yeah. If, if you know? yeah, it, yeah, depending on in certain sections, if they believe it's written by AI or not. Yep. That's how all these uh, teachers are popping these kids yep 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 you kid you can be lazy but don't 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 be too lazy like you got to change it up okay use it as a tool to kind of make you better at what you do and help you save time while doing it right you still have to be good at what you do you can't this tool is not going to let you become something you aren't uh you still have to have the underlying skills to do whatever you're doing that's correct that's what I keep going to keep telling myself. <laughs> um, one of the, the things that, that you and I were talking to, getting back to the things that can help you with, is HR stuff. So yeah, I've talked to a couple people that have just ended up having to deal with issues that no matter of, of prep would, would ever prep you for issues like this. Uh, one of them okay. being uh, basic bathroom etiquette. Uh, if you have, you know, issues with employees not treating the the bathroom with care, not p- keeping it clean, uh, I don't want to get into details because uh, it could be gross. Are you kidding me? Uh, no, <laughs> no. So you know. Uh- I hate to admit it, but every I think every golf course facility has, has had to deal with issues. With <laughs> uh, so, you know, asking like, hey, how do I deal with an employee that, you know, for this case, you know, doesn't know how to flush a toilet? Uh, and it goes through and, and kind of gives me a suggested approach of, you know, document the occurrences without making any accusations. You know, send a, a general reminder out to all employees about restroom etiquette. <laughs> Uh, if it persists, then you have a direct private conversation with the individual. Explain the importance of maintaining hygiene and how it reflects on the professionalism within the workplace. Uh, Are we talking about crap on the wall now? I, I don't, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get into what we're talking about, but but that could be one of them. That could be that that could be one of the boxes that we could check here. Um, you know, oh. and, and following up and facility checks and and all that, but. It's just, you know, just asking it, hey, how, how, what should I do here? Like, this is not something I've ever thought I would have to deal with, with adults. How do I address this? <laughs> oh, wow, that's tough. <laughs> but at least there's a tool there that can kind of help you, guide <laughs> right? you yeah. Um, yeah. a little bit. Um, um, it, which brings up the point, it, it is a good coaching tool too to help your team yeah i mean that's basically what what we're getting at um certainly i can see that um option being used um Um, and 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 there's stuff outside of of golf too like we don't want you to think that it's just that like uh you can have fun with this tool you know you uh 
after we got off the recording with with David Ackley, you guys were doing some stuff, uh, and I, I'm pretty sure at one point you were having something written in the style of Snoop Dogg, correct? Oh, he was cracking up, and I wish we had it recorded, you know, at that point because that's when <laughs> it was when he, that's when he was blown away at what uh, Chat GPT could do. Um, we're just just showing him examples of you know just a letter about you know his his fertilizer company and what it uh, making some type of message out there, but you know make it sound like Snoop Dogg wrote it, <laughs> and he just got a whole kick out of the whole. Oh, thing. that's fantastic. <laughs> Uh, well, writing poems and stuff, you know, that's, I think that's one of the entertaining things that, that I like to do. Right. Um, use it, use it to football give, season coming up. give poems to your wife, like use it around her birthday or Valentine's day and have it write a poem. I told you, man, how do you think I got the second kid? It had to be something blame. like that. Yeah. Chat GPT was a lot of help <laughs> with that. <Are> you kidding me? <laughs> that's awesome. But anyway, that's fun. Be cautious about it, using it, yes. right? You know, you don't want to put any kind of personal information on there because they are collecting data, right? Yep, yep. Um, we don't know what the future will hold, so I wouldn't put your name or your bank account or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but other than that, if you give it some safe prompts to go with and, and see what it can do, I don't see the harm in it. It's not like it's sitting there and hacking your computer or anything like that, you no. know? Yeah, not, not yet, at, at least. Yeah. Not yet. But it's kind of crazy what what the future of AI holds too. I mean, that's that's what you got to wonder, Dave. I mean, being able to take uh, you know soil reports and things like that and, and analyze it and analyze it. I'm not yeah. saying Chat GPT, but I'm just saying like you know these different companies are going to use this at some point. Um, oh yeah, to help them break down certain recommendations. Oh. Um, oh yeah, involving weather and whatnot, so we can get you know pinpoint accuracy on things. I, you I know mean, that's where AI is going. I think I think at some point, uh, and this is where I'll nerd out a little bit, is oh boy, the, the large language models that you know Google, Chat GPT, uh, my, you know Microsoft's doing, Amazon has. At some point, you'll be able to create your own. You know, say there's a you know uh, a fiddlesticks one that you can dump in all of your internal data and pull in all the weather, you know, forecasting data, all this stuff. Yeah. And it is able to provide you with answers and also recommendations by, by taking all of that data in and analyzing it and, and helping spit some stuff out. So, and, and it could even be bigger than that and say, uh, all of Southwest Florida. So, you know, all these courses are in this repository. All this data can, you know, be shared and it's all anonymous, but it helps develop uh, programs or, hey, you know, this is what this course is doing or this is what they've had done. Uh, yeah. And it, it's kind of cool what you can do or what, what you know, where it's going to go eventually. Um, you know, even from larger companies being able to put all their stuff in and just have, you know, their own little internal chat GPT where I could be like, Hey, what's our warranty on this product? Uh, or, you know, what's a good way to sell to, you know, to this industry with this product and it'll go through everything we have and, and spit out a response. So I I think we're just scratching the surface on this stuff here. 
really is. Man. I don't uh, know what else is, what, what do we miss? I, I think that's it for now. I think we kind of covered, covered it. You know, if you guys want more about this stuff, I know that we ran a survey and, uh, you know, there was about oh, yeah. 43% said that they, that, you know, they use it currently, uh, on their course, 38% no. And then 19% uh, had no idea what we were talking about. So hopefully <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah, hopefully that 19% we gave you a little bit of an insight of what this is. Uh, and I can guarantee you, Dave, we do this a year from now. That percentage is going to change. We should, we should do this should bring a year up. from now and kind of revisit this one and see, see where it's at, uh, and do a little more, you know, talking with some of the courses, uh, between now and then. it's um, great. But yeah, I mean, I think I think that's it for this. I do want to bring up before we get out of here, though, we've got the uh, assistant superintendent meeting coming up um, on November thirtieth. That's a a free meeting. It's going to be at Top Golf in Fort Myers. Westco Turf is uh, is the sponsor on that. So thanks, Westco Turf, for sponsoring that event. Thank you. It's an awesome event. It's actually going to be. Um, and I mean, this could, this whole AI thing could be talked about there too, is the topic uh, of the event is the art of applying for a superintendent's job, essential preparation and, and process insights. So what do you mm, need to what do? What better way to use chat GPT? Exactly. Exactly. So uh, Kurt, uh, I think it's Kubler is the, the, the guest speaker and Kurt Keebler. Keebler. There you go. Uh, He'll be there, you know, giving this uh, speech and on this topic. I think it's going to be an awesome event. It's free. It's free. Just there's no reason you shouldn't send your guys to this event. Um, you know, it's good. Uh, go or to girls or girl. Yeah, any whatever you identify as. Um, just go on our site. You can register for the event, and uh, it's on November 30th at Top Golf in Fort Myers. That's that's the first time I've done we've done that for the Everglades, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I, I guess next week with this coming out, uh, next week we've got the crew of crew event. So you've already missed out registering that's for right. that, uh, most likely. So you can't do that. Sorry, uh, but I'll actually be playing in it. Uh, this will be my second golf event uh, in the past six months. So I'm gonna try to get a little better, but uh, oh, no boy. promises. No premises. Eventually, I'll buy some new clubs. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, I think that's, that's, that's about it. I'll tell you what, Dave. Let's wrap this up with a chat GPT outro. What, do you have a poem? No, I just typed it in again. I go, oh, did you? Outro. Oh, did you? Okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to make me because I wrote, I had it write a, a jingle. And maybe I'll just post this on social uh, media. I had it write a jingle for the Everglades Golf Course Superintendent Association in the style of Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville. So I'll post that online for uh, everybody to to read. Yeah, I don't know if we can legally put that though. Can it's it it'll fall Copyright under issues. it'll fall under parody. Okay. Do you want to say it now, or you want to put it on the? I am not singing Twitter it right now. Her ex. There, there is no <laughs> amount of money uh, that would get me to sing that right now. <laughs> <laughs> come on man nope oh that's great all right so here's what my uh 
the chat GBT. I basically said, write me an outro. You ready? Yeah. And that wraps it up in lightning or no, I'm sorry. <laughs> and that wraps up another enlightening episode of against the grain. We hope you've enjoyed this deep dive into the world of chat GPT and how I can, how it can shape the future of golf course management. As always, we're here to keep you informed and inspired. Stay tuned for more exciting episodes on the horizon where we continue to challenge the norm of our industry. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, don't hesitate to reach out. Thank you for joining us today. And until next time, keep breaking new ground and going against the grain. Wow. I kind of messed that up a bit, Dave. But, yeah, I mean, know, AI can't fix you that get the yet. Gist. Uh, no. But it was good. It was good. Next episode, we'll just. Way know, better than what we wrote. Yeah, to use my voice. <laughs> right. At some point, we'll just, yeah, we'll AI have enough recorded for AI just to do an episode without us using our voices. Yeah. All right, y'all. All Hope right. you enjoyed. All right. We'll see you guys later. Take care now. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Against the Grain. Stay connected by following us on Facebook and Twitter. And don't forget to download the official EGCSA app for an enhanced member experience.